0: So this is going to be a special, special episode, Um, if you can tell by the title, it is Ask Sheena. So way back in the day, I've been podcasting for um, a little bit over two years now, and I had a previous podcast before this one. And even before I started podcasting, and this might have been even in my teenage years, if I'm correct, but... Um, back when Dr. Laura was really big um, and kind of her own household name as far as a radio show advice person. Now, honestly, I never was like a big listener of her show, but I knew who she was. Um, I knew what she did. And I remember thinking that that is so cool that she gets to answer people's questions. Um, that call in and she's like helping change lives. Um, Of course, things are differently if you were to look her up Um, now. She's still doing a little bit about what she's doing, but things have changed. But that's all I'm going to say about that. I just want to acknowledge (laughs) that I am aware of how things change, but just to give you the origin story. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. So you've heard me share about my journey with vitamin D and how a deficiency was causing havoc in my life, causing depression that was not helped by therapy, emotional support skills, and other resources that I had access to because the source was organic and coming from inside my body. And it was only by healing my body with vitamin D supplements that... I actually saw change and I'm not alone with me being part of the 82% of black women in America who struggle with the vitamin D deficiency due to our melanin not being able to synthesize as much vitamin D from the sun. But black girl vitamins is a proud black owned brand that develops vitamins to address the specific needs of black women like iron and vitamin D deficiency. Each purchase contributes to a scholarship fund that supports black women pursuing healthcare education. Plus they're vegan friendly and free. from harmful additives. Try Black Girl Vitamins to see improved health in areas such as energy, fertility, and pregnancy support, balancing your blood sugar, and more. Get 10% off your first order with the code HEAL10 at blackgirlvitamins.co. That's blackgirlvitamins Co and you use promo code HEAL10 to get $10 off. Take control of your health and level up your summer with Black Girl Vitamins. It's time to make this summer your healthiest one yet. But I say that because my intentions with having a podcast originally were because I wanted to be a Dr. Laura type person, but I didn't have an audience my um, my first podcast was about sex and love addiction. I was just in my private practice. I was still growing it. And so I said, you know, maybe I'll do this for a while and maybe I can find a different way to help people. And so that's why um, Love Junkie, I tried to be as specific and um, direct as I could, as if I was talking to someone, as if someone had asked me a question about a topic and I was giving him or her everything that I knew at the time, because at that time, Love Junkie, when I first started, was for both men and women. And so full circle, as I've grown, as I've condensed all the multiple things that I've done, I am more clear on what Black Girls Heal is. It's a platform that helps women heal from relational trauma to improve your self-worth, break the cycles of unhealthy relationships, and feel enough. And my entry point is by helping women who struggle with intimacy disorders like love addiction, love avoidance, and love anorexia. And we do that by working on our family traumas and inner healing. I got it. And so with that said, with me now having a lovely group of women that are faithful listeners and followers, it is time to have Ask Sheena be a part of our regular rotation. So I sent out a email to those ladies who are on my listserv. And I said that I was going to start having a question and answer format on the podcast. And if they had any questions that they wanted to have answered to go ahead and apply, submit what was going on. And if I thought it would be a good fit, if they provided, um, story that I thought would be helpful for others to hear, and that actually was on topic with what we talk about here at Black Girls Heal, then um, I would meet with them for a mini call to discuss what they need and to hopefully give them some advice. And so the call you're going to hear today is from one of the listeners. And so I hope that this is helpful because you get to listen to someone who is just like you, who is trying to figure this out, this stuff out, just like you are. And um, this is actually something that is an active part of each one of our group coaching programs um, here at Black Girls Heels. So we have Learn to Thrive, which is our main group coaching program. And this is the one that um, is focused and dedicated towards helping you break the cycles of unhealthy relationships and growing your self-worth and build a life where you are actually thriving versus being dependent on other people versus losing yourself in relationships versus repeating some of the same um, patterns that you may have in friendships and even family relationships. Um, And we do that full stop. And there is a weekly question and answer portion, a weekly group coaching call. And so what you're going to hear today is what I do for each of my students who attend the calls, um, that we will talk about what's going on with you, that I'll answer your questions. And actually, the calls with my students are like a 100 times better because with them, you know, I actually know their family histories. I know what's going on with their friendships. I know who they're dating and who they're not dating. I know what their goals are. And I keep up with them and we're able to have interactions and talk um, throughout the week, not just one time a week, but throughout the week, as long as they are, you know, showing up and participating, of course. And so I think that this would be really helpful for any of you ladies who were like, you know what, I really want to join, but I really feel like I need to have someone that I can talk to. And you saw that there was a Q&A, but maybe you just thought that. Um, These group coaching calls were me showing up in a Facebook group and I'm talking to you through a screen and you have to type your question and hope that I catch it in time for you to like get the whole story out and hoping that someone else doesn't interject and I get distracted and talk to them and answer their question. That's not what it is. It's what you're going to hear on this call, but so much more intimate and connected and Helpful and useful because I'm coaching and I'm mentoring you and we're doing life together. And I'm walking alongside you while you figure this whole life and healing thing out. So let's go ahead and jump into this call. So as Sheena calls, we'll always start off with me just asking our guests what she would like to talk about and we will dig into it there. These calls are always 15 to 20 minutes max. So there is a lot of crunch time. These are women that I've not had a coaching relationship with. Um, so we really do try to focus on just one question and getting um, in as much support and as much guidance as possible. In this particular call, there was um, some delay and um in the platform that we were using, and so um, there are a couple times that it may sound that like we are talking over each other, but it's just the delay, um, and I've edited out all of the gaps so you don't have to listen to the long pauses. And then finally, you will hear me in this episode talk a lot about um, our program that's coming out, The Healed and Loved Woman. I don't do this in all the calls. I had several other calls where I did not mention it, but for this listener, just the things that she was mentioning, I knew that um, The Healed and Loved Woman would be an amazing program for her, and so I just, every time I was about to answer, it was like, This is going to go into so much more detail, but here is where you can start um, and giving her some practical things that she can start right now today. For those of you who don't know, this episode is sponsored by the Healed and Loved Woman, which is going to be my new program um, that was actually previously called the Trauma Recovery School, and it has been redone and revamped. And so for a year, I will be taking women on a journey to heal from relational trauma, improve their self-love, improve their self-worth, get in touch with their bodies and heal their trauma reactions of feeling stuck. Learn how to regulate their emotions, redefine the relationships with their families change and challenge their inner critic to replace that negative self-talk with self-compassion and a whole lot more. It's going to be amazing. And so you can learn more by going to the healedandlovedwoman.com, getting on that wait list. Doors open on December 3rd, but everybody, 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 no matter what level you invest in, will have access to having these type of calls with me during every group coaching call. So with all of that said, let's go ahead and jump into the call. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and jump in. so Allie, can you tell me a little bit about what
1: you would like to talk about today? Um, well, I basically wanted to talk about how you can build and preserve a sense of your own value in relationships. Um, I've been through very troubling relationships in the past, but I'm currently in a relationship that's actually really good. Um, and, you know, it's coming on the heels of many years of therapy, working through codependency. Um, but I still have trouble accepting that there's someone in my life who cares and is willing to support me and who's available, you know, emotionally and physically and like just someone who's present. Um, and it's, it's interesting that that should be so difficult for me. So I'm trying to figure out how do I accept you know this love that's being offered to me after so many years of of chasing after it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I talk often on the
0: podcast about how trauma. What happens is sometimes we can get accustomed to negative things happening in our life because it's what we expect. Um, Our bodies, our minds, our spirits are constantly on high alert for the next shoe to drop, for um, what the catch is, for something bad that's going to happen. And our bodies don't know how to be happy, how to be regulated and just stay in the middle because anytime we have been content, that means that um, there's something coming up behind us. And so what I make up about what you're saying right now is you are in a relationship with someone who is healthy and emotionally available and you are looking for an exit strategy because for you, it's unsafe to be happy. It is unsafe to trust someone to open up because what if they use it against you? What if um, this is really just a farce and they end up being like people from your past, right? And so that's, that's part of it is learning that you are going to have to learn as part of your healing, how to be happy and that life can actually be easier, that it doesn't have to be full of drama, if that makes sense. It does.
1: Yeah. It does make sense.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what, um, what questions, if any, does my answer bring up for you? Is there anything else about this that you wanted to elaborate on?
1: Um, well, I definitely, I understand what you're saying about, um, the aspects of trauma and how it's, it is kind of difficult to just embody that feeling of happiness and to know that I can be safe and that life can be easy. Like I hear you saying it and, and it it feels like my body's kind of rejecting it even as I am speaking right now. So are there practical ways to do this? Because, you know, I don't want to move forward in the relationship always feeling like the shoe the other shoe is going to drop or feeling like or just reacting badly to you know triggering things that that he might say and then having to apologize for it afterwards I want to know how I can get to a place where that doesn't even happen Mm -hmm. or or if that's possible Is, is it possible to be in a place where I can feel safe and I can be happy and you know um without even exploring it you did tap on the fact that I have lived through a lot of trauma and and it's it's rough you know and I think one of my biggest questions is 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 my lifetime going to just be reacting to things and then kind of cleaning up the mess that comes out of that
0: Mm, mm -hmm. yeah so um at the time that we are recording this um I'm going to be opening doors Mm -hmm. for the healed and loved woman in a few weeks. And so um, I really encourage you to join that since you're asking about practical tips, because what you're, what you're needing is how to get regrounded in your body, learn how to enjoy what is going on in your life and also get to the roots of what's going on and then unlearn them. So practical things that you can do right now are um, getting grounded in the facts of the relationship. So um, getting in touch with, well, well, what are the fears that I have? Are the fears that he is going to leave me? Are the fears that he is going to lie to me? Are the fears that he is just like fill in the blank? Um, Is the fear, excuse me, is the fear that um, maybe you're too much or that you're not enough for him? And then with that being part of your fear, then what are the facts of the situation? So are the facts being, what has he actually said to you? Has he ever said, I can't stand you. I can't stand um, being in this relationship. Has he ever left? Has he ever um, punished you by emotionally withdrawing, right? And not only that what has he actually done has he moved towards you whenever you are upset has he asked you to share how you felt has he told you that your feelings are important to him and with that those are the things that you need to constantly remind yourself to get grounded in the reality and not the fantasy and fear that has um you for a while and so um Again, we talk more about that in the program, but that is a really good place for you to start um, because your, your mind will kind of take mm. you away. As far as will you always be struggling like this? So there's, there's a both and. The first one is when babies come out of the womb, we are ever trusting. We are um, open and loving and all of the insecurities and fears that we have are learned, which means that they can be unlearned right? So are you stuck being like this forever and ever? No, because this is not how you were made. These are all basically coping mechanisms and you can learn different ones, right? You can learn how to get um, more centered and, and grounded in actually who you are instead of always being on the defense. Now, the, the both and part or the second part of that is, you know, Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcast. We are constantly, as long as we are alive, going to be learning different things about the world and about ourselves as long as we're open to it, right? And so our healing process is, is forever. I mean, I think there's no, no way that I can say that. So, what will happen is the things that are triggers and things that are hard for you right now, as long as you start your healing journey, there will come a day when those are not as hard to do anymore, even if you have a tendency or a temptation to be explosive or reactive, you have a whole set of tools and skills that you can do instead to help you communicate and to help you express what you need instead of what you used to do before, be it withdrawing, be it um, raging, whatever it may be. However, once you do that, With your newfound awareness and being in touch with yourself, there's going to be more stuff that you're going to find and be like, oh, here's here's another wound that was underneath this one or here's something else. Right. And so um, that's going Mm -hmm. to be more of your journey. But even with that, I know that could probably sound really overwhelming, but the the deeper you go into your healing, the more you're able to have compassion and grace and self-love for yourself you know and just and just accepting who you are and where you are even with your flaws even with your imperfections because you know that that is just part of being human hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real, genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships, eHarmony. Get who gets you and start free today. And so, you know, I'm not trying to plug the Healed and Loved Woman too much, but I mean, just hearing you talk about what you're talking about, I think, I think that would be a good next step for you. And if not here, then your own personal Mm -hmm. work. Um, Are you in therapy? Are you doing anything outside that's
1: helping you heal? Um, yes, I, I am working with a therapist. I've been working with her for about five years now. Um, and I'm actually in school to become a therapist as well. So there's extra work on that side. Um, a lot of self-investigation work that goes on. Okay. Um, I'm not a great meditator, but I try to work it in. Um, yeah. And I, I I've been, exploring movement practices that are supposed to ground you and get you more in touch with your body um so i have been doing some things um and you know they've, they've obviously been helpful like they brought me this far um but you know like you said there there is always something and i'm always surprised at at how much there is mm-hmm. you, you know you feel like you've worked through one thing and then you find something underneath you know and it's like oh no am i ever going to be done no no mm-hmm. No, I guess not. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. But could I bring up um, another thing that was, um, it was part of my original question? Yeah, can I just,
0: um, you good know, question as I
1: verse? contemplate? Yeah, sure. sure.
0: Just uh, um, since you are in therapy, I'm interested in how that is going for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think it, it's going well. I didn't pause because it's not going well. I paused because. It's been one of the greatest learning experiences of my life um, i'm not sh- I'm not sure how much you know I can give you about um, my history, but um you know I was basically neglected as a child um, and relationships you know are probably the hardest aspect of my life they they always happen and my therapist has taught me how to be in relationship and and what it looks like to be in relationship with someone with with all of the difficulties and um without without necessarily spelling it out for me she's shown me what it's like to have conflict but not abandon someone what it's like to work through issues without abandoning someone what it's like to bring your stuff to the table without fear that the other person is going to be overwhelmed and abandon you you know so so i've definitely gotten an education in that respect um but you know it's it, it's it's also been weird because sometimes you want your therapist to be more than they can be to you you know they know everything about you if you if you have learned to trust them enough um and yet they're not a friend you know um, they can take on the form of like a parental figure but they're not your parents so sometimes it's difficult for me to negotiate you know, like what actually is the nature of this relationship that is so important to me. Um, but at the same time, it's given me, I think, a lot more tools, but, you know, now I am able to be in a relationship with someone who's much healthier than the people that I dealt with in the past. So overall, I would say, you know, it's, it's been excellent. That's awesome. I
0: love, love, love hearing excellent. that. Oh,
1: yeah. God. I love hearing when people
0: have such wonderful experiences with their Therapists, you know, and especially when I hear that people have long term relationships with their therapists versus coming in and dipping out or jumping from person to person, you know, as long as mm-hmm. there's not a trauma because um, a trauma between you and the therapist, because you know, you are in a long term partnership <laughs> with this person, and um, yeah, it's also evidence of your own healing, and sometimes people can not want to go there with their therapist because they may feel like they're getting too close or I'm getting to know a little bit too much and so kudos to you and kudos to her for helping you
1: oh thank you I'll I'll let her know
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome but yeah what is
1: your other question that you had yeah Um, um so as I look forward to the future um I think about motherhood you know um and I it's legitimately scary. Um, I have these really ambivalent feelings about about what damage I might do to any children, not wanting to repeat mistakes, feeling like I'm kind of doomed to repeat those mistakes, but also feeling like maybe I'm not worthy of being a mother because I I have because of what I have gone through, and feeling like I cannot provide what is necessary for for them to grow into healthy people. Um, do you? you have anything around that that you could say?
0: Yeah, so just clarification, you do want to have children, but you're afraid that you may hurt the children that you have. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would say that the fact that you have some fear, and what I would actually call is um, possibly pieces of humility around it, probably means that you are more qualified Not probably. It means that you're more qualified than you're giving yourself credit for. Because what that means is that you're going to go into motherhood with this awareness and this this sensitivity to the fact that you are connecting to and loving and teaching how to love this this innocent human being, right? And so you are going to be more present than it sounds like the people who were your caregivers and guardians were. Um, of the emotional needs of your child you're probably going to be more quick to repair and and resolve any issues that are happening and be be mindful of what he or she needs because you know the something that people get mixed up is that they think that the best way to have a healthy childhood is for there to be an absence of trauma and that is not the case one because it's not possible just to put that out there. It is not possible because your child will have a human parent. I and mean, even if you were mm-hmm. to do everything right, we live in a unfair world. Um, so um, you being a woman of color, you are going to have a child that is a child of color in a racist and discriminant society. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who are bullies. There are people who just have bad days and they have their own trauma. Your child is going to face some things, but what is going to help him or her feel whole and healed and loved is that they have a secure home base to come to to process those issues, that they have a sense of learning what it's like to express their emotions and have their emotions be valued and heard, that people can will actually apologize to them, that an adult, if an adult rages at them and like takes out her feelings on her child because she's had a rough day, um, once she's able to recenter to come to her child Mm -hmm. and say, you know what? Johnny like what happened how mommy yelled at you like that was not about you and I'm so sorry you know mommy is working on being in charge of Mm -hmm. her feelings you know because a child needs to know one that his Mm -hmm. his entity is valuable also he needs to learn how to take ownership of his own actions and also that he does not deserve Mm -hmm. it and how to treat other people in a way that he deserves as well so that is my long way of saying that, um, yeah, you are imperfect, and that's okay. Because, one, everybody's imperfect, and as long as you are constantly mm-hmm. working on it and staying present that,
1: it it's fine. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I think I think that's the first time I've heard that, you know, it, it's really not possible to have a childhood that is f- completely free of trauma. That That is really helpful. It takes an awful lot of pressure in terms yeah. of, like... what I I would be doing to protect this person or these people. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: it's relieving and then also as a mother, it's scary. Um, You know, I'm like anticipating which little kids at the playground I'm going to want to have to beat up, you know, if they pick on my son. You know, like it's just (laughs) there's the both hands again, you know. Like, I can't protect them, but can I?
1: Can I? <laughs> <laughs> so No, don't get banned from the playground. Yeah, don't get banned. <laughs> <laughs> Is,
0: isn't Ada's mom a therapist? She was like, got get that Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, again, being mindful of myself, being mindful of my own triggers, and like planning ahead, you know, what is mine, what is his, and what is the best way that I can equip my son on how to still love himself in the face of criticism, on how to defend himself, on what that means, you know, Um, whether the bullying is because he is. A, a black kid in class or because he is smarter or because, um, they're just kids that just don't like him and how he can like manage that, you know? So all things that I will learn along the way that I don't know yet. Right. But I will have to learn. And if I were to say, well, I can't be a mom until I figure out how to mitigate every problem that he will face, then I don't know if I would be able to become a mom because I'm still learning how to mitigate my own problems every day, right?
1: Right. 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 That is so true. Sounds good. Is that helpful? Yeah. That's been super helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Great. No, I I definitely feel like I have some tools going forward. You know, I also have some more knowledge going forward. Um, And I feel a bit more relaxed about, you know, the path ahead. So I really, you know, appreciate being able to talk to you about this.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. It's been great talking with you as well. There are so many things I loved about that call, but I love getting an opportunity to always talk about the next level after you solve the problem, right? So this podcast does a really good job, in my opinion, and the things that I put out on the newsletters, the Instagram posts, does a really good job on talking about how to identify when you have a problem, where this problem comes from and how to start the healing process. Right? Of course we do more whenever we're working together, but you know, getting you started on what do I do about this problem that I have right now? And I love getting the opportunity to talk about what do you do when the problem is solved? Right? So I've talked about my family trauma. I've gotten to a place where I've broken the cycle of unhealthy relationships. Now I'm in a healthy relationship. Now I'm at the verge of getting everything that I've always wanted. And I still have some fear and I don't know how to do this. And I don't know how to let myself be happy. What do I do now? Right? And so, so often we can think that once this one thing is fixed, then everything will be perfect. And that's not the case. We are constantly, always going to be growing, evolving, and changing. And so having outside support and help, um, and the courage and the vulnerability to ask for that, instead of thinking, well, I just should be happy. I just should be at a place where I I'm good and shaming yourself and criticizing yourself because it was about breaking that pattern. And the other things I loved about this call is you just know, in my conversation with Allie, her sharing the both and of her experience with therapy totally just highlights why I've created Black Girls Hill and the things around it in the first place. So if you're just now joining me, I am by trade, a licensed professional therapist here in Houston, Texas. I love therapy. I am pro therapy. I think everybody should go to therapy um, throughout your lifetime. Um, and so, with that said, sometimes the question is well, then why do I have programs and offerings that are not therapy? Why is it that I don't just promote, you know, when people are reaching out for support? You know, I will always point someone to the group coaching program, even if they say, well, I want to work with you individually. Well, I say, that's fine. That's great. We can totally work together. But the group coaching program is a part of it. It is a part of me helping you get to the other side, helping you heal. In groups, y'all, and I've said this before, in groups, we heal quicker, deeper, and with more lasting results. We are relational creatures and so when we try to do this life thing alone we're cheating ourselves and so Allie and her talking about kind of this both and you know you're, you're working with a therapist who is so amazing and can be so helpful to you but there are limitations so the therapeutic relationship is confined by time it's confined by also boundaries you know a good therapist when you come into the room he or she is not going to tell you this is what you should do he or she is going to open it up for you to facilitate and for you to learn what's the next place for you to go, right? Um, Even if you have a therapist who has a direct style, he or she should pull back and let you be the one who's in charge of your life, right? Because it is your life. You're the one who needs to be the one to build those um, critical thinking skills and to get in touch with your internal intuitive voice. And that's great. But sometimes just like Ali said, you need someone to be, you need a little bit more than that, right? So whether or not it's access and time, whether or not it's just, hey, can you just tell me your opinion? I understand that I'm the one that has the final thought, but what do you think I should do? What is the step-by-step process? How do I shortcut this? How do I get more support when I only have 45 minutes a week for up to years? You know, maybe I'm the only one who's felt this way on both sides of the chair as both me being in the therapist chair and then also me being the therapist for some people is like, oh my God, like this hour is done already. I have so much more that I want to talk with you about. I have so much more that I want to hear from you. So many more questions, right? it's like, why? Why is it only once a week? Why can't it be more? And it could be more, but, you know, then we think about time and travel and, and expense. Like, it's just so much. And so what I provide and what we do at Black Girls Heal is a holistic experience to help women get as much as they need in one sp- in one place to bridge all those gaps as far as needing more access, more time, more information. Sometimes it's like, if you just give me the information... I'm a smart woman, I can take it and apply it, right? Just tell me what, where to start. So I really appreciate Allie introducing that because I worry that it may be confusing. You're a therapist, but primary way of helping people is not one-on-one sessions. No, it's not because I feel like it's amazing and I feel like there are gaps and this is how I want to help meet those gaps. So that is it for this episode. I hope that you found it helpful. If you would like to potentially be a guest in the future, again, stay tuned to my mailing list. If you are not on my mailing list, you can join by um, downloading our roadmap. So I have a free five-step roadmap that will help you determine what are your next steps. Should you be battling from love addiction, love avoidance, or love anorexia? And you can get that by going to blackgirlsheal.org roadmap. And that link would be in the bio as well. And you'll automatically be added to my mailing list. Same thing as well for the healed and loved woman. Um, if you join that waitlist, you'll also be added to the mailing list. So no need to do both in case you are not in need of both. And you can join the waitlist for that at thehealedandlovedwoman.com. So that is it for this week. I hope you enjoyed and take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.